December of 2000s wrestling 20 years ago the ECW edition and this month I'm joined back by Mr. Yarl so not as much swearing as last month with Dell how the fuck are we all being I'm very good I just need to clear something up with Dell very quickly uh, the reason I don't take notes is not because I remember stuff or I'm very good I'm just a very, very lazy man who has to be prompted a hundred times to actually watch ECW. And I literally finish it with about five minutes before we start recording. So it's all fresh in my head. That is all it is. Del, you're a legend. Thank you very much. And those dirty limericks. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I'm glad I wasn't listening to the podcast on my loud speaker rather than uh having my earbuds in and um I'm yeah, that glad, yeah i'm just happy i wasn't anywhere public as well because my reaction if somebody would have seen me would have wondered what the fuck was going on so uh yeah it's interesting you'll have to bear with me as i do have a cold today and i'm about to sneeze i think oh no blocked it blocked it blocked it so we have Massacre on 34 Street to review, but we also have a little bit of extra special TV for the end of the month as well. But we will go into the news, and usually they would say no news is good news, but it's really not the case. As as I said last month, still no news on TV deals. Again, nothing this month. No shows past the pay-per-view at the beginning of next month. Still no shoot shows advertised for anything past that. It's not looking good. It's not looking good at all. Uh, the only hope we can probably have at this point uh, is Bob Hope or no hope. Um, but I mean, in the same as maybe hopefully, I mean, the only thing that we could see potentially come is if they just go on hiatus for a bit. So there may be, say, two to three months, maybe up to six months where they just don't run anything while they go and get capital, get investors, potentially look for a TV deal and all this. But uh, it's not looking good, is it? No. So they could potentially just go dark for a few months. Yeah, you know. I mean, but the longer... The, I mean, with any anything when it comes to pop culture and any sort of entertainment branded like that, the moment you fall out of public consciousness... You're sort of screwed, really, aren't you? Yeah. Like, it's never... you. Like, I mean, you can take a bit... I mean, with movies, it's a bit different because there's two years between sort of things like Bond movies and stuff. But, like, uh, yeah, it's... um, Yeah, certainly not looking good. Because that's the weird thing with wrestling, obviously. Like, all other sports does have its season, whether it be football, you get, obviously... Yeah, you get your little... months off off in the summer. yeah. And like all American sports, they sort of run sort of normally March through to August time. Sure. 
you know, so pe- people are used to things being away for a bit. That's never been the case with wrestling. No, I mean, you look at things like Raw has been going weekly, give the odd week where they've been had the, dog, the show dog show. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. And like that's been going for what? Seven years. Seven years, no, coming up to eight years. Like constantly, you've had Nitro on since '95 without a break. Yeah. So I mean, you've had Thunder on since what '98? '97, '98 time, yeah. Yeah, without a break. Do you know what I mean? You've just had SmackDown start recently. Like, so yeah, it's not it's unusual, but I mean, yeah, I can't help but think this is the end. Beautiful Fred, the end. But yeah, it's not looking good, mate. Not looking good at all. Unless, you know, Billy Corgan does sort of turn up with a shit ton of money and, you know, for his Smashing Pumpkin stuff, maybe, because we all know that he likes it. Rick Rubin obviously likes wrestling. He's yeah. He's got a ton of money, thanks to... But I mean, are, is Rick Rubin's tenure done after Smoky Mountain, though? Do you know what I mean? He obviously was... So, I mean, his ECW really is bag if he if you invest in something like Smoky Mountain, True. would you then look at ECW and be like, oh sure, that's the one. Unless he's really good friends with New Jack. Like <laughs> But yeah, I, I I wonder what we will actually have to review next month. Yeah, Obviously, I mean we know we've got the pay per view. Yeah, we know we've got the pay per view. But outside of that fuck knows. <laughs> yeah. Because obviously they did do a couple of shows this month. They obviously did the the pay per view. They did the New York night. They did a night at the arena. Yeah. But that's it. They've only done three shows this month. Obviously, yeah. One of which was split up to be the last two weeks TV. Yeah. We don't see anything from the the arena show. But it wouldn't be ECW's thing to tape stuff pre a pay per view for. Post that would be your story yeah, yeah. for too much after the pay-per-view because ECW have such a smart fucking fan base. Yeah, well, uh, most of them would have been there. Yeah, so, like, it's a Philly-based brand, isn't it? But yeah, it's just yeah, fuck oh, knows. We'll just have to wait and see. But I'm certainly not holding my breath um, past this pay-per-view that's coming up in Jan. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I suppose you never know what's around the corner. Uh, might be gone for three months, might never get it back, might be gone for five years, might come back as a terrible, terrible show under new owners with zombies and aliens and shit. You just don't know. No. You just no. Vampires. Yeah, big titty vampires. <laughs> so we to be fair, go- I'm, I'm down with that one. Yeah, like that's something you'd expect to see in ECW anyway. Yeah. So yeah. we will go into the pay per view massacre on Thirty Fourth Street. We open up with a promo from Steve Carino, which we'll hear now. For the first time in the career of the King of Old School, I'm walking in the World Heavyweight Champion for a pay per view. Not only am I walking in the World Heavyweight Champion for a pay-per-view, I'm walking into the most famous wrestling city in the world, New York City. And I think back to all the great champions that got to defend the World Heavyweight title in Midtown Manhattan. 
You think of Bruno San Martino. Bitter, 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 bitter. God, he sucked. <laughs> then you think of Pedro Morales. The guy's on welfare no, now. No, no. Can't even get a green card. He's hiding from the home. INS. Mr. And then Julie you think Stiles of Bob Backlund. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> I got nothing to say bad about Mr. Backlund. I mean, the guy's insane. He did a shoot run in in Poughkeepsie. I mean, hey, but most importantly, we, we voted, voted for him. And then I think about all the great champions that didn't get to perform here. Tommy Dreamer. Taz. Ric Flair. Woo! <coughs> Think about how fortunate I am to be the world heavyweight champion. So just incredible, Jerry Lynn, you big crybaby. Both of you are coming after the world heavyweight championship, and I'm prepared to do anything, and I mean anything, to keep this gold around my waist. If I gotta take your cane, Justin, and wrap it around Jerry's head, well then fine. If I gotta write the word die on Justin's chest instead of Jerry, doesn't matter to me either. I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep this World Heavyweight Championship because I'm the toughest bastard in this entire locker room. You don't want the belt, do you? No, man. Looks good on you. <laughs> Great. Like I said, the king of old school, Steve Carino, is the toughest champion that's ever lived. You sure you don't want the belt? No, man. It's too heavy for me. <laughs> Great. Because Steve Carino is walking into Manhattan, the world heavyweight champion, and Steve Carino is walking out of Manhattan, the world heavyweight champion! Give me a high five. No. No, no, do it, do it. I love this. I'll steal the promo. Do it. I, I, hey, I'm not a glue. High spot. High spot. You sure you don't want it? No, I don't. Man, I read I'm just want to get ready. No, but I read some reports on the internet. You know how all that stuff's true. No, it's not. You sure? Yeah, I'm going to go get ready. That's That's fine. I don't want to tell old Jack. I kick his ass too. Man, I dye my hair blonde, but it's all gray. I kick his ass. Baby, you coming? I'm coming. That's my pal. One take. Hi, Spot. <laughs> we then get Joel and Joey in the ring doing their usual shtick. We then get a match between Simon Diamond and Swinger versus York and Matthews. For the match, Dawn Marie comes out and says that she needs a man or two in her life, and the winner of the match will get all of her. Simon and Swinger start and hit a double flapjack. York and Mercury hit a future shock on Swinger and a double suplex on Simon. Swinger end up with an insecurity and Simon with a punt and then a beat down on Matthews. Swing it with a Russian leg sweep and then into a double hill trip, gets a two. Simon hits the Simon series. Swinger hits Simon with a top rope clothesline by mistake. York face smashes Matthews and in with a punt. Neck breaker, then suicide dive. York hits a tope and back into the ring with a 10 punch spot, but it's crotched by Simon. Simon then hits the Simonizer. York with a powerbomb on Simon. Matthews with a tope rope. Top rope Hurricane Rana, which is followed up by an elbow drop for the win. Post match, Swinger and Simon hit the problem solver on York as Matthews is down with an arm injury. Dawn leaves with Simon and Swinger. Not a bad opener. I think I 
obviously we're saying there that we don't know how long this is going to be running for. I could see York and Matthews fitting into the Fed and having some decent matches with Hardys and uh, Edge and Christian. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, uh, obviously, I think I'm sort of Dawn Marie and uh, that Simon Diamond in a relationship in real life. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you could sort of see the swerve coming there, couldn't you, to a degree? Yeah. Um, it's it, it's, yeah it's, if you, if you know, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, um, but, yeah, I, I mean, you, yeah, like... Um, Jerry Matthews and uh, the other chap. Yeah, that, I mean, they're, for a, being billed as a rookie team, they're really good, aren't they? So, like, we should, it's Christian York, isn't it? Yeah, yes. we should see. But, I mean, you can see them. I mean, you could see any of those four guys elsewhere if yeah. ECW does close. Like, you could certainly, um, whether they'd. If they do sign someone like that, uh, Joey Matthews and Christian York, they'd probably have to go to developmental because just to get a bit more seasoning. But like yeah. you could see someone like Simon Diamond, like he'd be a good manager on the main roster, even if he's not used as a wrestler. Do you know what I mean? If he went to either WCW, if they pull their nose up out of the fucking dive they're in, or yeah. uh, which is looking again less and less likely. Um, uh, but yeah, well, it's not much to say really. Match was all right. Like, problem is, it's just that lack of investment when there's no build up, isn't it? So we yeah. to. Yeah. Well, the thing is, obviously, there was a little bit on TV with these these lot being involved with each other because obviously it was Swinger, Simon, and C Dub that attacked Gertner. Um, yeah. You know, so there's a little bit of a hoo ha there, but you know. It's it's never going to get massive amounts of development when you don't have a lot of massive amounts of TV to actually promote. No, exactly. Yeah, <coughs> but I mean, I mean, my one critique that I've always had of the ECW brand is the amount of um, pay per view matches where they don't have anything leading into it, yeah. and you just get the match on pay per view for the sake of a match on pay per view, and like the matches are never going to be bad, but I. As I said before, I need that personal investment. I need a reason to want to watch that match. Like I, wrestling alone isn't enough for me. I I like the whole thing. Like I yeah. need the story. I need the build up. I need the anticipation. Need the it's no, yeah, it's no good for me. I can't just sit down and um, watch a match and be like, yeah, that was great as a match. Like, unless I'm at an indie show or something like that, where that's all you're really going to get the majority of the time, unless you follow that brand specifically. But I mean, there's, I mean, even with the TV, there's no excuse to not have a little something. But I mean, um, with York and Matthews, he they weren't really involved with it until that point where they it was just Joel that was involved with it and yeah pre that yeah so York and Matthews had a match against Simon Swinger last month at the pay-per-view yeah yeah so pay-per-view to pay-per-view there's a little bit of yeah yeah talking about matches that don't make any sense what the next one is but before that we do see Roadkill and Doring telling us they will be beating the FBI for the titles tonight so we get easy money versus balls yeah we have chain wrestling to start 
balls hits his big punches. Easy with a top rope splash to the floor, and Easy takes advantage by hitting balls with a back suplex from the top rope and splashes from all of the rest of Hot Commodity. Back in Lariat by Balls, but misses the New Jersey Jam. Easy Money hits the Money Flip, chokes Jawbreaker on top until Balls hits Superplex that gets a two. Punches, Easy hits the Money in the Bank, misses a Swanton. Balls with a Super Kick for a two. Easy with a Side Kick gets a two. Hot Commodity then triple team with a Top Rope Neck Breaker, Leg Drop and Moonsault for Easy to get the win. They all beat down on balls until Nova comes out and makes a save, which then puts us into our next match. This is, again, another one that was just thrown together in an ECW style. It, it was a match to set another match up. Yeah. yeah. The um, typical ECW booking is they have to have an impromptu match like at some point on their pay-per-view where somebody runs in to save somebody and that leads to another match. Yeah. Every fucking pay-per-view, mate. Everyone, <laughs> I really like Balls Mahoney. Like I think he's fucking quality. Easy money. I think he's got a tremendous upside, but I male stripper gimmicks in the year two thousand. That that his get up. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've worn shit like that. You've worn shit like that. Like, let's be honest, Chris. But the thing um, is, it's it's the fact of like. <laughs> The whole package of yeah. commodity. Well, again, it's almost like the the Simon Diamond thing we mentioned previously, where oh, when he's got his just the fucking also yeah, his entire to... fucking comedy troupe of fucking weirdos with him. Yeah, because obviously you've got that whatever in it, Electra, is it? Yeah, there's Electra there. Yeah, you've got, got Julio De Niro and King Racist, whatever his name is, Chris Hamrick. Cat- yeah, Captain Hamrick, racist. Confederate currency. Yeah. Captain, <laughs> Captain racist. Yeah. Yeah. You're lost. Get over it. Yeah. The conf- Confederacy lasted four years. Get over. Come on, lads. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. And, and the thing is, you look at them, and none of them, none of them are that good in the ring, and you're like, well, I get. I I think. Again, the problem with ECW is they they're never going to have the top seasoned guys unless they're the ones that have been everywhere else and over the hill, and they're not going to work that ECW style. Yeah, on a promise, and that they're not going to want it that ECW style, are they? Really, True. like if you were if you just come out of the WCW or E or the Fed, you you're not going to go. Oh, do you know what? That was fucking great. Really enjoyed making all that money. Hmm. I tell you what, though, I really, really fancy having five hundred dollars a night and having New Jack jump on me from a fucking balcony. You're just not going to want to do that. Like, <laughs> you ain't going to see that shit, are you? True. Especially when, I mean, not so much now, but I mean, especially two years ago. I mean, you'd get the odd one that come over for like a very short run. Scott all did. Like a couple of others turned up, haven't they, in ECW yeah. over time? But I mean, they are short runs while they're going from WCW to the Fed or, or the Fed to WCW. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're just struggling with that name brand, aren't you? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Feels like a fucking funeral this episode, doesn't it? Like, you just <laughs> like, 
you just can't help but think that this is the fucking end of it. Like it's like going to visit your mate who's dying. He's on his deathbed. You know, you got one more. He's got four weeks left to live. You're gonna have one more fucking sesh with him, and that's fucking it. That is ECW right now. <laughs> so going into our next match, as we said, the impromptu Julio versus Nova. Uh, Nova in quickly with backdrops. He lobs Julio onto the rest of Hot Commodity, then hits top rope splash. Knee smashes and a sledgematic. Hamrick in with a springboard dropkick. Julio hits TKO for a two. Superkick and a moonsault for a two, and an elbow drop for a two, and STO for a two. A short arm clothesline, and then they exchange punches. Nova hits an insiguri. Hamrick with a chair shot for a roll up that gets a two. Nova hits a spin doctor. And then hits the Kryptonite Crunch on Electra. Top rope leg drop, but hot commodity double team. So Balls comes in, hits him with fuck off massive chair shots to all of them. Nova with a Swanton and gets the win. Again, decent, non-offensive. but Yeah, I mean, it's fine. But again, if, if you're not invested, you're not invested, are you? Yeah. Like, I could... Yeah, I, it's so hard for me to sort of explain it, but I just, I'm, I'd never be considered wrestling's biggest fan anyway. Like, you know what I'm like, I drop yeah. in and out of it. Like, I, I very much prefer the business side of the wrestling business than I do the wrestling side of it. If you know what I mean, like when I helped out with shows and stuff previously, I much preferred the marketing and stuff, which was where my experience was. So I mean that's where my interest lies in it and how how they put these things together. But like, uh, just yeah, it's fine. But I mean, it, it was at this point it was three matches in a row now where I just had zero fucking interest. Yeah. Zero, zero. Maybe if Chili Willy was in one, it might be different. But like, no Chili Willy, just no pie. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he is everyone's favourite homeboy. He is. So we then see Rhino telling us that he will fucking kill Spike. Typical Rhino. Typical Rhino promo, mate. Typical shouting promo. Yeah. Threatens to bum people or whatever he does half the time. (laughs) Strange man. So we then get our tag team title match for the evening. The FBI versus Doring and Roadkill. Guido shoots on Doring quickly and gets a couple of quick pin attempts. We then get some chain wrestling. Doring with a takedown, then we get a chop battle. Tony and Roadkill in. Guy poke by Roadkill. Tony hits a bulldog and an arm drag on Roadkill, which is quite impressive. Road, Roadkill then with a press slam and a Brett's rope elbow. Dirt Road slam, the Lancaster Lariat of Lust. Roadkill then goes after Big Sally. Tony hits a fucking impressive top rope tornado DDT to the floor. Guido with a chair and a double top rope bomb onto the chair, onto uh, Doring. Tony with a dragon screw. Guido with a low drop kick and a pair of quick roll-ups for twos. And a Sicilian leg sweep for a two. Tony then in with a face drop and Guido hits a Sicilian slice for a two and puts on a Kimura. Doring manages to get out with a G-spot sweep. Roadkill hits Lariats, a TKO, a powerbomb, and a springboard dive on Sal on the outside. 
Doring with a slam and then a top rope gut buster gets a two. Guido in and hits him with the belt that gets a two. Roadkill misses the springboard clotheslines, which lets the FBI put him into a double armbar. Tony super kicked into the crowd. Dorian Roadkill hit the buggy back and get the win. New champs. Now the show picked up. Tag match that was awesome. A story that we knew because of everything that's been going on with these eyes for a while anyway, and it was for the title. And Dorian and Roadkill finally get the belts. Yeah, see, investment. My ears picked up with this one, and uh, yeah, this was a lot better for me. I really enjoyed this match. Um, I like Doran and Roadkill. Like they've been telling a sort of story about how um, how like they've never won that one. They're trained by ECW. They're homegrown. They're this, they're that, the other. It was like it was all leading up to them capturing the belts, and I think it was the right decision. Like I like the FBI, but they've held the belts so many times haven't they like yeah in their various incarnations over the years that it's just like it's nice to see two former trainees sort yeah, of do something with them in it yeah basically so and the thing is we we both said this past year obviously watching roadkill and Doring sort of turn from heels into faces the same way that carino has yeah and the fucking crowd love them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think the the two most over people in the company right now, I think, are probably Roadkill and Tajiri. Yeah. Yeah, like nobody else seems to have that level of connection with the crowd, do they? I mean, there's an argument for Spike Dudley potentially because like he's really Spike, popular. Spike's never gone away. That's that's what Spike's doing. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you can't you can't knock that connection the fans have with Tajiri and with Roadkill. Like Roadkill, because obviously it's just such a fucking batshit character, isn't it? Yeah, the angry Irish chicken plucker. And a and lad that size shouldn't be doing some of the shit that he does. Yeah, and obviously they like Tajiri because Tajiri's fucking superb. Yeah. Like, arguably, probably the best in-ring guy they've got, apart from Jerry Lynn now, that RVD's pretty much gone away. So, yeah, like, he's... Yeah. Like, as I say, it had my attention. I was invested... A match for me. It's like this. This is where the show picks yeah. up. Yeah, a solid eight point seven five out of ten for me. That match. Ooh. So we then hear Spike telling us that he's going to take the title off Rhino and fuck you, Rhino. Fuck you. Yeah, for a small child, his language is absolutely fucking appalling, isn't it? I know. Ooh. We then have. C.W. Anderson versus Tommy Dreamer. C.W. spits at Tommy to start of the match. We get punches, and then there's a neckbreaker, leg sweep, and armbar, an arm drag. C.W. then with knees. Tommy hits an arm DDT. Then they go to outside and posts him, and then hits a chair on there and back into the ring and works on the arm. C.W. with a shoulder breaker, super kick. And then boots, they go back outside and they brawl. CW 
puts a Tommy's arm inside a chair linked to the corner post and smashes the shit at it with a chair. Lovely. Then they brawl into the crowd. Back into the ring, CW is on the arm again with chairs, an armbar DDT, and an armbar reverse DDT, which gets two. Tommy crotches CW onto a chair and then hits a Brett's rope elbow. Runs CW around the ropes, a la the towel boy. CW with some punches. He grabs the ring boy and whips him at Tommy, but Tommy lifts him up to kick him in the face. Tommy then hits Tornado DDT for a two. Louis comes out and shoves the ring boy. And then Louis, with the phone, swings at Tommy. Then CW DDTs him, which brings Paul E out, who smacks the phone off the back of Louis's head. Tommy hits DVD for a two. CW with a T-bone for a two. Tommy with a tree of woe, chair dropkick. Then a pile driver goes to grab a table. C side slam. CW then lobs a chair at Tommy, hits a top rope superplex onto the table because the table's not been set up, it's just on the floor, which gets a two. Tommy hits a Tommy Hawk onto the chair. And CW then puts a table in the corner backwards. And Anderson Spine busts him through it, nearly into actually where the legs are sticking out slightly for the win. <laughs> Decent, hard-hitting wrestling match. Psychology in it. Yeah. Mix of brawling, wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, perfect. Like, I like C.W. Anderson, so, um, yeah, I like his, uh, well, you know, Arn Anderson's one of my favourite wrestlers of all time, so it's nice to see uh, his nephew, stroke cousin, stroke... Family member. Second cousin, twice removed. Like, yeah, whatever he's meant to be to them. Keeping if the name advised. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah. Like. Fine. Yeah. Good match. Yeah. Not much really more to say about it. As I said, that table spot looked a bit shonk. I was like, oh, that could have so easy, an inch either way could have been bad news. Yeah. But yeah. Especially with fine. Tommy and his history of back issues. Anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Exactamundo. Yeah, it was one of those. I wasn't sure if that was deliberate <laughs> that the table mm. was the wrong way round. But yeah, God knows. But yeah, looked off, looked painful as fuck. Yeah, but it could have been a lot worse. So yeah, we then get a promo from the sinister minister. He telling us that he is back, even if he is missing half an appendage. We then get our TV title match for the evening. Rhino versus Spike. Spike jumps Rhino as quick as he can, tries to hit the acid drop, but that's blocked. He then goes for a spear and attacks Rhino's legs. Rhino with some punches and they end up brawling outside. Rhino shoulder tosses Spike onto a table, then hits a massive chair shot. Back into the ring, stomps and starts attacking the leg, smashing it into a chair. Spike takes a chair to the face and a top rope chair smash by Spike onto the floor. They brawl into the crowd. Spike is on, jumps off the balcony and dives into more chair shots. Back into the ring. Rhino hits drop toe hold into the corner. 
Spike tries for another acid drop, but he is launched through the table on the floor. Back into the ring gets a two, then hits a gore. Spike with a chair to the knee, then tapes Rhino to the ter- to the rope and goes nuts with a chair on his leg. Rhino manages to get out of this and literally chokes Spike out to the point where Spike pukes. Post-match, Rhino then hits some fucking horrible chair shots to Spike's head and goes a ta- ref for a table. I like this. Spike got his little underdog heat spots in. Yeah. Got logged yeah. about like he should. Yep. Nothing um, wrong with it, apart from the vomit bit was a bit fucking grim. Like, I wonder if that was intentional or he just actually hit him so hard he did vom. Because like, it was vomit. Like it wasn't. He basically choked out to the point where he, he that was that was not uh, intentional. That was uh, his spokes body doing that on its own. That was fucking disgusting. And when all the refs were surrounding him at the end. Yeah. One of, they all looked like they were about to put their hand in it. And like, it's fucking grimacing it every time a ref come in. I was like, no, watch where you put your fingers. Like, yeah. Those, yeah. Those fucking chair shots at the end as well. Oh, I, you know, I really dislike seeing those. Yeah. Knowing what we know now, like it's just like, oh, they used to make me wince back then. But now you're just like, oh, fuck that. Like, that's awful. Yeah. Especially seeing the fact that Spike was out cold. Yeah. And then Ryder just batters the shit out of him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know he's catching the mat. Like, when he's when he's on the floor, he's catching the, the mat first. So he's making very little contact. But, I mean, all the other... I mean, the ECW and chair shots is a conversation for another day, isn't it? But, like, yeah. it's... Um, yeah, it's never fucking good. So we then see a promo backstage where Francine is uh, offering herself to Steve. So Steve sorted himself out, but Jack will take a hit. Justin then jumps in with a cane. Our next match is the Unholy Alliance versus Super Crazy and a mystery partner. The Unholy Alliance beat down Crazy until... Our mystery partner, Kid Cash, comes out to make the saves and fires in on both the the Unholy Alliance. Mike and Cash with some chain wrestling and roll-ups, getting twos. Mikey hits a leg drop. Cash hits a top rope Hurricane Rana. Tajiri and Crazy then in. Tajiri with a handspring elbow. Super Crazy with a tilt world backbreaker. Tajiri, Northern Lights into a monkey flip. And Super Crazy with an arm drag. They exchange arm drags. Tajiri with some leg kicks and then head kicks puts on a sharpshooter and Mikey hits a leg drop combo on it we then get the double chair kicks to both Super Crazy and Kid Cash they go for the double tree of woes but both miss the follow up drop kicks on the outside Super Crazy hits an Asai Moonsault Cash then hits a flipping senton the Unholy Alliance back in with kicks. Cash hits were Whisper in the Wind, and we get the double 10 punch spot. Cash with a low blow to Mikey. Super Crazy with a splash into the crowd. The Unholy Alliance hit the high low into a rolling flip. 
double rib breaker and a pair of drop kicks. Cash hits a falcon arrow. Mikey with a whippersnapper onto two chairs and follows that up with a second one through the table. Super crazy with a fireman slam into the triple moonsaults. He then gets lobbed off the top when he goes back up after hitting the triple moonsault. Tajiri with a fucking sick head kick. Super crazy back in with a top rope face buster and a moonsault for a two. Tajiri with a quick roll up gets a two. Super crazy is then into a tarantula, but Cash makes the save. We get the Mr. Super Crazy and then all four are brawling outside. Cash hits a top rope Super Kamrana through the table. Super Crazy with a springboard drop kick. Tajiri hits a tornado DDT jawbreaker and kicks. Puts Crazy under a table topped with chairs. Hits a top rope double foot stomp and gets the win. I'll take this with no build. These these are the type of matches that I can do with no build. Agreed. That's hard for me to say, but yeah, like it was fine. Um, again, as I said previously, um, maybe pull back a bit on Kid Cash because they are pushing him down people's throats a little bit in my eyes, like. Um, I know he's the new hot young thing they got, but the thing is, if if RVD's going, yeah, he he is your carbon replacement for RVD. Yeah. Yes, he doesn't have as much charisma and you know weed around him, but yeah, doesn't smell so much of it. I shouldn't think. Yeah. But it's uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. that's like that's fine, but like when it's just one of those things where you familiarity can breed contempt can't it so it might just be an idea to not have him be the hero of the day on every single fucking pay-per-view and show it like they've done so far but i can see why they're doing it but as i say it's just not for me but i think i think the thing with cash is though you can put him in there with tajiri and whitbrack and know that they can do all their shit with him safely and he can do the same level of crazy high flying shit with them as well. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. It's just, uh, I think it's because Kid Rock's such a fucking knob that I don't like him automatically for looking <laughs> like him. Do you know what I mean, Forrest? <laughs> oh, that's a bit rude. But uh, I love you, Jenny. But yeah, it's. Um, it's just, oh, I don't know, I can't describe it, I just, I think I'm done with ECW, you know, like, if it's going to die, let it die, like, there's only so many times you can see the same roster of 20 guys have the same fucking matches, if it does disappear and come back at a later date, I hope to fuck they got some new guys on that roster, like, I hope to fuck they get rid of some of the people they have. Like not not any disrespect to them, but like just bored, bored, mate. Painfully, painfully bored of it. So something to get your spirits up was a really pointless Baldy's promo. Yeah, fuck, fuck for that. Yeah, I just want to go on record and say I have no way left the viewing to go and make a cup of tea at that point and 
see if there's any biscuits in the house. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a really pointless waste of two minutes. Well, it's this is exactly what I mean by get rid of certain people. Why are they fucking there? They've done the new Jack thing. Fuck off. You're done. Go. Yeah. You're not. You're not good enough to be around. You. You're not. Like um, nothing against the two guys that are left out of the fuck knows how many they had, but like just sod off now. Yeah. Like, you. You. You're just. You're there for no reason. Like what? What are you? What are you bringing to the show? Nothing. Fuck all. <laughs> yeah. So we then go into our main event and title match for the evening: Lynn versus Justin versus Carino. Carino opens up with cane shots on both, beats down Steve, and then hits a tilt a whirl head scissors bulldog, bulldog onto Justin. Carino then gets an advantage on Lynn, but ends up eating a clothesline, slam, and knee drop for a two. Justin then beats on Lynn, Steve in with the boots, Lynn clears the ring, and they all brawl on the outside. Justin gets dropped knee first onto the railing, and that looks like it really fucking hurt. They all then go into the crowd. Justin and Lynn are back into the ring. Justin hits a corner bomb for a two. Justin grabs a mic and then starts hitting Lynn with it. Lynn with the Bosley scissors for a two. Justin tries to hit That's Incredible, but then reverses it into one of his own, but only gets two. Carino eats a chair super kick. Cradle pile driver onto the chair, but Francine comes in to touch up Lynn. Justin yeah. tr- tries to hit a sneak attack, but gets kicked in the nuts by Francine by mistake. And Justin jaws her. Justin hits that's incredible, gets the win, and Lynn is gone. Uh-huh. The crowd, for some reason, are chanting for Sandman. Carino and Justin go at it, exchanging punches. Outside, Justin hits a super kick. Don't know what's happened here, but this is where the match gets really fucking awkward to follow because the wrong camera is being used. I don't know whether there's a technical issue with all the other cameras or someone just didn't switch camera feed. Fuck knows. That's what happens when you buy your equipment from a car boot sale, that's basically. <laughs> we finally see what's going on, and Carino's got a ladder out, but it's been whipped into it. Back in the ring, Steve hits a drop toe hold onto a chair. Justin, with a low blow and a super click onto the ladder, gets a two. They're then back into the crowd. Again, you can't really see shit because of the fucking camera that's being used. Um, what we do see, though, is they're on the balcony. Justin hits a cane shot, tosses Carino over the balcony, who is holding on with dear life until Justin canes him till he drops. Back into the ring, we get a chop battle. Justin hits that's incredible. That gets a two. The old school expulsion by Carino gets the win. Post match, Sandman comes out, canes both Steve and Jack, and leaves with the actual belt. And this, this is not mentioned on the next two TVs. <laughs> yeah, you know, this this was an all right match. Um, the problem is. The last part of it, we can't see fuck all because mm. of the fact they're showing the wrong camera angle on yeah. all of it. Yeah, no, it's fucking weird. I don't know what happened there. I saw again, it was one of those. I was like, I like Carino, I like Lynn, 
the rat-faced fuck who looks like he smells of piss. Like, he can piss off. Um, but the other two I quite like. But, I mean, it's just one of those, because of the camera angles and stuff, I just, again, I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening here. Like, I just sort of lost interest to a degree because of that. Do you know what I mean? Because of the technical issue, it just sort of, when it takes you out of it, you're like, oh, what's happening? Yeah. Like, yeah, so. There, there was at least, there's at least like two or three minutes when they go off. I'm, I'm imagining they were brawling up on the ramp. Yeah. And the guy whose camera is, is just stood there at the other side of the ring doing the wide shot across the ring. Yeah. And you're hearing Joey call shit, but you can't see fuck all. Yeah. It's like, has no one noticed that the feed's showing wrong? Yeah. You know, get something to that guy and get him to go and follow the action. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck knows. But yeah, it was an all right match. Uh, Sandman coming out at the end, sort of, it's what it is. It's like... I can't actually. If ECW does survive, is that just setting up Carino Sandman for the next pay per view rather than him actually being a serious contender, if you know what I mean? But yeah. is he even <laughs> going to be on the next pay per view? Like, you just don't know with ECW. Yeah. You really just don't know. So, overall. It was another decent ECW pay-per-view, but the problem this year has been they've all just been decent. I don't think yeah, any. I, th- I don't think any show this year has has gone. It's the, it's the lack of star power now, isn't it? It's really affecting them. I think, and um, with no RVD on the show, like it's really not helped because he probably is their biggest star now. Mm. Um, but he's off filming a movie, didn't you say? Yeah, he's Black Mask 2, I think. Is... Ah, yeah. So, with him off filming something, um, you've not really got anyone who can step into that level of star. So, you've got nobody who's on that level who's going to be ticket sales and borderline known outside yeah. of ECW. Do you know what I mean? You've just got nobody at the moment. So and I think that's really, really holding them back, to be honest. Yeah, and the other thing is, is like, obviously, normally you'd get, yeah, a lot of the pay-per-views now are feeling really formulaic as well. I know, the one thing we didn't get on this is New Jack does New Jack. But, yeah. as you said, we know we're going to get decent matches, but there's going to be the one match rolls into the next match bit. Mm-hmm. You know, other than the title matches, none of them really had much of a build. The build for the Tajiri Mikey super crazy thing was they had a six man tag and crazy accidentally hit Tajiri. That's where they needed now need a tag match against each other. Yeah. You know, it's you know, pissy piss ball booking to get into stories even for the ones that do have stories. And the only match that we really had investment in were because they were for the title, which meant that's you can you know why they're fighting. Yeah. I just I just think it has been as I said, none of the shows have been bad. Yeah. This year. They've all been decent. They've all been easy yeah, to they've watch. Been, they've been good, but they've not been great. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just like we'll as I said previously, will I remember this pay-per-view in six months' time? No. 
probably not. Yeah. I I remember Danny drawing a roadkill won the titles. But apart from that, everything else, I'd just draw a complete fucking blank, even if you asked me to ask, say, another match on the card. I'd be like, uh... I just wouldn't know. I, I won't remember in six yeah. months. Which... Like, I remember WrestleManias from 12 years ago, but like, I won't remember. I won't remember these. Yeah. It speaks volumes, really, about where they are currently. Do you know what I mean? But... So we will quickly run through TV. Um, two weeks post pay per view, we're literally just recaps of the pay per views. Um, so week four and week five were filmed at Elks Lodge in New York, and we had had it pushed into our heads in the two weeks prior to this that the Dudleys were back. So because of that i did make james watch two weeks worth of telly as well um so the fourth week's tv opened with swinger simon and cw beating down york and matthews tommy tries to come out and help but who do we see come out and make up the numbers to a massive baby face pop them damn dudleys and they hit the weather on Dormery. Devons loves his job at times. Yeah, he seemed to be enjoying himself, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's good to, I mean, good to see him back. Uh, but, uh, as I say, it's just disappointing that there, all this build-up for a match you can only watch online. Yeah. Which... A bit like, oh, maybe that's what they're looking to do. Are they going to go online with everything for a while? We shall see. But Yeah. Yeah, maybe that was to test the waters with that, but yeah, no, was... 56k dial up ain't gonna fucking do that, bollocks. I love no money. Seeing the fact it takes only 25 minutes to just download a picture, oh, mate, trying to watch like, fucking videos, trying to find Britney Spears naked on fucking LimeWire, that's 20 minutes, bullshit, isn't it? I know. We then get a rematch for the TV title between Spike and Rhino. Spike winning after hitting a sick pile driver. This match, better than the pay-per-view match, I reckon. I really enjoyed this. And there's, again, pretty much the same story. Spike being the plucky underdog, trying to fucking get the win. Rhino being the big bully and overpowering him. Yeah, fine. But we'd literally just seen it. So it's like, do you know what I mean? So I've just seen this. It's one of wrestling's biggest flaws, and all companies do it where they'll have a pay per view, and then the next night's TV or the next week's TV, they'll have a rematch from that pay per view every fucking time without fail, at least once. True, yeah, but yeah, it was a fun watch. We then get the FBI versus the Unholy Alliance, um, FBI getting the win after hitting a Tomikaze. This was fucking fun. Yeah, it was good, yeah. Though, so, fucking, they, they all hit all their spots. To cheery shouting, I I know new hold. It was just fucking hilarious. Oh, it, that it bit was, where he, like, clenched the guy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> In a weird pretzel fucking yeah, stretch thing. Fucking painful. Yeah. But it, it was just, just him just shouting over, I know new hold. Yeah. 
uh, it's easy to see why the crowd fucking eat everything he does up. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, again, this no no build, obviously for a TV match, but seeing the fact this obviously went out uh, Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah, you know, it's not you. It's not the time to put your heavy storylines on, and obviously knowing what we know. You know the fact there's no shows post this booked for t- to do any recordings anyway. That there is there any reason to start any further stories? But well, exactly. If I'd yeah. have been in the audience, that I'd have fucking gone home happy after that match. Yeah, yeah. I've been mean, been alive and TV is so different, isn't it? Like, yeah. So we go into the final week TV. Um, Doring and Roadkill going against the Baldies. Finishes with the dodgy ref trying to uh, cheat so the Baldies can get the win. That is till Taz comes out. Mm. He chokes out the dodgy ref, leaving Doring and Roadkill to get the win after hitting the buggy back. Post-match, Taz has a little speech, which we will hear now. Hold up 
for a minute, please. This is serious. <laughs> Danny Doring, ECW Arena. We're doing a TV taping, and you know what I'm talking about. And you just got done working, and we got the word that your mom passed away. And I'll never forget it. You came up to me, and you were just shot. And you came back, well, you went back to Jersey, you took care of business with your family, and you got back in the ring, and here you are today, one half of the ECW World Tag Team Champions. These two kids are as deserving as any champions we have ever had in ECW. So Taz there, obviously congratulating Dorian Roadkill, telling us a bit about them being the first graduates of the House of Hardcore to go on and win a title. You could tell how proud Taz was of them. Yeah, I mean, it obviously meant a lot to him because like, I don't know Taz's history with training and whether the House of Hardcore was his first time well, as Teacher, it was him and like, it was him and Sam, wasn't it? And I think yeah. that was I think that was their first outings, and those two were like two of the first ones that they'd that had actually got yeah. through it all. Yeah, which I shouldn't think is an easy feat by any fucking stretch. Do you know what I mean? Not with them two. Yeah. Fuck it out. You wouldn't want to piss Perry Saturn off, would you? No. No. But yeah, that was that was decent sort of thing for him to come out and do that and. You know, that that sort of rub. Yeah, you know, Taz doesn't need to do that. No, you know, no. So um, he clearly wanted to rather than needed to. So yeah, yeah. it's good to see. We then see Hot Commodity going against Balls and Nova for a number one contenders match for the next pay per view. With Hot Commodity getting a win after an insecurity, it was all right. Yeah. It exists. York is there. Yep. And we then get York and versus Jerry Lim. Lynn gets a win after a cradle pile driver. This yeah. did not have any right to be as good as it was. No, agreed. Um it was one of those it was fine. It was like you again it's like Christian York, I don't know a lot about him. He's obviously got a tremendous upside. I Fully expect to see a lot more of him going forward, uh, be it here or be it elsewhere. But yeah, like it's fucking looking good, isn't he? Yeah, the thing like, is, obviously Lynn was carrying him to a fair degree, but it's the thing. When I first saw this, I thought, ah, oh, it's lit. When Lynn came out, I was like, ah, oh, so this would be a quick squash. Yeah, but 
yeah, there was a few moments there where York could have got the win, and you would have believed it as well. Yeah, it was it was a fucking good showing for him. And yeah. again, just just if Lynn's trying to put himself in the shop window, that he can do a job and make people look good. Mm. He's done the fucking job well there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I mean, oh, it's just like it's all very well putting your shop window, but if we're only going to have one buyer in six months' time, that's fucking shonky, isn't it? Like, yeah. Oh. It's a worrying time for pro wrestling. So we then thought we were going to get the moment we'd been waiting for, only to find out it's just highlights of the Dudleys and Tommy versus Simon Swinger and CW. Though from what we see, it looks like it was a fun match with them going at the crowd, Bubba lobbing a chair from the balcony at the ring, and Bubba Bubba bombing Dawn through a table with his cum face after the fact. Um, Obviously, Dudleys and Tommy did get the win, um, Dudley's hitting the 3D on Simon for that win in that. Just wished that they'd have fucking put this on tally. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if there was a contractual reason they couldn't like whether the Fed were like, Yeah, you can borrow the guys, but they can't have a televised match. Yeah. Like whether that was something like that, it's like you can show highlights, you can do this, but you can't show the whole match. Or... Yeah, there might have been something there because I mean, if Heyman could have, he'd have been mad not to. So uh... yeah, and obviously, what I do know is both Taz and the Dudleys did not get paid for being at that show. Yeah, it, was it just it was, a, it was done a on good a handshake thing, and goodwill? Yeah. yeah, as to be fair, they probably realised that even if they did offer payment, they probably wouldn't fucking get it. So there's no point even trying. Yeah. So that is it for this month of TV. Um, obviously, we know we've got a pay-per-view coming up next month. The only match we know is it's going to be Hot Commodity versus Doring and Roadkill for the tel- for the uh, tag belts. Um, I would imagine there'll be something with Sandman and Carino because obviously Sandman so. having the title belt. But other than that, who the fuck knows what we're going to get? Yeah, um, God knows. Uh, I well, I'm going to make one bold prediction: a match will start because somebody runs in at the end of another match. I, I would, is, I would give you prediction. two to one odds on that. Yeah, I would. I, I mean, I'd possibly stake my mortgage on it. Do you know what I mean? I say. Yeah. So, um, obviously, the year as a whole, um, it's been a weird one. Um, mixed we've bag, had, really, isn't we've, it? We've like, had some absolute dross on telly, yeah. and then we've had some months where we've had some of the best fucking ECW shows, i.e. that last month on fucking TNN. Yeah. That we've had, we've had, as I said, decent pay-per-views all year. Nothing has been shit. But it just, as I said, you said earlier, it just seems like the inevitability of yeah it just feels like a funeral's coming up doesn't it yeah do you know what i mean you just can't help but feel like it's end of days here do you know what i mean like the, it's, the drain is circling it's yeah. got that sort of uh uh about it all at the minute 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just um, with the lack of TV, I mean, this pay per view is not going to have a lot of build up, so we can't expect anything else to lead us into thinking what's going to happen now. Yeah, which isn't a good thing. That is not a good thing for a pay per view. Like, um, but we shall see. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, we get something going forward, but it's. As I say, with the company's been in financial dire straits for a while now. They've been looking for a new D- TV deal for months and months and months and months. If they haven't got one now, do, they do you think? Get one. Do you think that it, Paulie has has shot himself in the foot with his? It's got to be fucking yes. USA or bust. Well, ESPN or after it, they they launched a new channel and they wanted something to think they wanted something on that channel they wanted a figurehead show they wanted yeah. something and the, like, and the thing is they'd have probably fucking promoted it to the hill as well yeah like he's fucked himself and he's fucked everyone else over by i don't know if it's greed because i know fuck all about tv deals and how they work like but the thing is with Paul E, I don't know if it's a money thing. I think it's a fucking ego and prestige thing of being on USA. Potentially, but I mean, fuck, any TV hey, deal would be better than yeah. nothing. The thing is, it's not like they were going to get a fucking Monday night where when Raw used to be on, is it? No, not not with the way the product currently is. And the bigger so, the station you've got, the more interference you'll probably have. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, we don't want this, we don't want that, we don't want this. And he had enough of that so, shit and couldn't fucking behave himself for the fucking TNN. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fucking... Do you think the whole reason the Cyrus character was born was yeah. because TNN told him that he had to promote the shows that were on after? After, yeah, yeah. So that Robler jam and the bowling thing and stuff like that. Oh. And he did it in a piss take. Yeah. Could you imagine if fucking you go? He went on to USA and they went right. So we've got I yeah. don't know what's that fucking. Z- Chrisley knows best. <laughs> We've got Xena. Yeah. Warrior Princess on after La Femme you, you, Nikita. Yeah, you need to you need to have a building for that. Yeah, please push La Femme Nikita. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like fuck me. It's not hard to just go, oh, stay tuned for after the show and let them look at because she's fucking hot and she might get her tits out. Yay. Yeah. It's not fucking hard to keep 18 to fucking 34-year-old men intrigued. Yeah. Like, but yeah. Would, would, can you be trusted to do that sort of thing? That was the problem. So, exactly. that is it. That is us done for this month. Um, on the Fed, you have two shows. Um, there's a UK only pay per view show when the boys did Rebellion. Or, Ooh. yeah, it's Rebellion. And, and after that, also Armageddon as the main show. Uh, oh. WCW is Slamboree. Oh. And as it is the end of the year, there is also the end of year awards, which was a four hour wondrous bit where for once. I was the one that didn't shoot Russo a new arsehole as the most eloquently. Dan Tavit did. He he did it in a much better way than I did. And I was just like there was there was elegance, there was thought behind it, I just kept calling him a cunt. Russo's just a villain, mate. Like, yeah. 
fuck him. Like, he really just knows wrist lock from a wrist watch, does he? Like, he's fucking clueless, mate. Oh, God. So, bro. bro. So, until next month, is there anything that you would like to pimp or share with the world? Yeah, I'm, I'm dying of COVID because Chris is dirty and doesn't wash. It's my fucking son's <laughs> mother's the problem there. Yeah, but she washes. I'm she's still blaming the one with, she, she's if the I one die, with COVID. <laughs> if I die, I'm fucking blaming you and I'm going to haunt you if that's such a thing. <laughs> I am going to spend my days as the undead. If I get a purgatory, I'm going to haunt you. Not, not like physical like apparition you won't be able to see me i'll just do things that hide your tobacco in your flat so you can't find it for two hours or the bottle opener or something like that just yeah yeah i'm just gonna be that kind of ghost it's just like i I don't want to be a full-on poltergeist i want to be like a mildly inconvenient ghost casper the wanker ghost yeah like you know when it's just like you know when i do that thing like when I deliberately tried to wind people up by doing really pathetic, silly things. Like I, I used to work with this guy, and uh, I used to have a penguin bar in my lunchbox. I fucking love penguin bars; they're fucking banging. And um, there's a joke on the back there. Yes. His penguin bar, and in the lunch break, I would read the joke. I go, "Oh, how many penguins does it take to change a light bulb?" And he'd be like, "Oh, I don't know." And then I wouldn't tell him the answer till the next day. Because you're that level of cat. <laughs> yeah, because I just... I like winding people up. Or I'd have a Kit Kat and I'd just open it and bite over all four fingers at once. Just because I know somebody would really dislike it. <laughs> like, I, I just do things to get... Just to get some form of uh, reaction from people, don't I? Like, you, you've seen this yourself firsthand. Yes. Where I keep calling teenage girls at work edgy to see if they get break down. <laughs> I'm really being so itchy for. Because you do. Yeah, I, I love I love the controversy, but yeah, nothing really to plug, nothing to say. Um, I will say if you uh, if you're on the YouTube's, um, Pro Wrestling Eva doing a lot of live streams at the moment, uh, normally before AEW Dynamite and things like that. So check out their YouTube channel if you can, because. Uh, if you do like your wrestling, um, it's some of the best stuff the UK has produced for a long time. And I'd the match that you're in bias. is is actually yeah, on there. Um, yeah, there is a match between uh, Session Moth Martina and the Undead Bride. Why have I completely... Sue Young, Sue sorry. Young. Bloody hell, she'll kill me if she hears me forget her name. Um, and uh, you'll see a cameo from me as a giant fucking baby on stage in front of roughly 1,100 people in York Hall. So, yeah, and that's not the first time I have done something like that as well. I've been... Uh, Beard onto concrete, haven't I? Yep. Uh, at the tender age of 38 or whatever it was at the time. Um, I've been kicked in the nuts. I've done all sorts of silly little spots like that. But yeah, it's, uh, we shall see. But yeah, by all means, go check them out. Always worth a watch. Um, and just support your local 
wrestler and uh obviously be a bit weird if we don't touch on it um obviously Brody Lee John Huber passed yes. away um so yeah like uh that that episode of AEW Dynamite that'll be on ITV player by now absolutely superb episode of Dynamite his um I, was say, I haven't watched all of it I, I did yeah, watch the like, end bit I did watch the bit where they yeah. gave Junior the title yeah, they're doing a redesign of the belt, aren't they? So yeah. um, they've retired that belt. That for belt. Him. That's his, yeah, which was lovely to see. Um, so, it is yeah. To be, it's, it's one of those that's fucking hard because, like, he's what? He's a year older than you and he's, a couple no, years older than me. my age. He's With my kids age. and stuff. And it's 41 like... years old. Like, I haven't got kids or anything like that, but, I mean, that is like... I, uh, Dan Reed, uh, the promoter of pro wrestling eve text me it was like quite late in the quite early morning late evening sort of one two o'clock and he just sent Brody lee's died and i was like you fucking what man because it's just so out of nowhere like yeah a lot of wrestlers deaths like while well, it's never expected some of them like and and to find out there was like it was nothing he'd done like it wasn't an overdose like you hear with wrestlers. It wasn't him killing his family and then fucking killing himself. It wasn't fucking something horrendous like that. It wasn't. It, he was just ill. Yeah, and it's just, it just makes you realise that when somebody at forty-one years of age who is in a lot better physical condition than myself and still turn around and fucking die within weeks of thinking he wasn't feeling too good after riding an exercise fucking bike. You just think to yourself, fuck. Like, so, yeah. Just just over a month, wasn't it? Between that? Well, I mean, he'd done, yeah, he'd done the, what was it, the chain match on TV, wasn't it? And then he hasn't been on TV since. Yeah, because he was doing a, like, he was doing his Peloton stuff at home, wasn't he? Yeah. And, because he did, he did the interview with Shivani, like, the, yeah. the podcast like yeah. early December or not December, early, yeah. early November time yeah. and said that he, he wasn't feeling sharp after sort of being on his bike and went to his doctors yeah and then what, five, six weeks later he's dead yeah, absolutely fucking it's awful, awful news to leave behind two young kids like that it's just yeah, just goes to show your life's precious and life can be really short, so um yeah, it's uh, hard. It's like if you don't watch Dynamite, um, at least give that one a watch because it, it is a very special episode and uh, yeah, it thoroughly deserved. I I really liked him. I'd not seen much of him on the Independence. I'd seen a couple of his Shikara matches and stuff like that when he was Brody Lee, mm-hmm. and um, obviously most people would know him as Luke Harper, wouldn't they? I say, all, all my knowledge of him was from when he turned up with the Wyatts and the original NXT stuff. Yeah, um, so I mean, most people would know him from that. But, um, like I'd seen a bit of his stuff previously, but not a lot. But the only reason I'd seen it is because I'd hunted it out after he was Luke Harper, because I automatically saw this guy and thought he had a fucking big upside. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And um, obviously, unfortunately, WWE didn't seem to feel that way. It didn't really do a lot with him. After the Wyatt sort of went, the, the, yeah. the closing of the Wyatt was the fucking the downfall for him there. Yeah, well, they didn't protect the Wyatt like they should have. They should have been 
they shouldn't have been on TV every week. They shouldn't have been no. losing. They should have come out. They, they should have been a, a special attraction, like, like your entree, like your Undertaker, like where they're not on TV every week. Yeah, they just turn up once a month, maybe, but they don't wrestle all the time and stuff like that. It just like you can still have them on the house shows and stuff, but they could have been a big thing, big big thing for years to come. I know, like Bray Wyatt's gone and done his new thing and shit like that, isn't he? With the the feet, I don't watch. I haven't watched the WWE for over a year now, so because it is just fucking turgid dog shit these days. And uh, I think the only reason I support AEW is it because it is at least it's different. (laughs) It's something to watch at least that isn't fucking fed. But yeah, it's like um, yeah, it's very odd. But yeah, I just thought we should touch on that for a bit. And yes, yeah, just uh, yeah, sad state of affairs. And obviously, thoughts go out to his friends and family. Um, But yeah, just that. Watch Pro Wrestling Eve. Don't be a dickhead. Don't go around your mate's house on Christmas Day and potentially give him COVID. Um, even the Mario Kart sesh was fucking banging, wasn't it? That was. That was a fucking good Mario Kart sesh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I got a lovely Flash Gordon t-shirt off Chris for Christmas. Uh, off Chris and Will. If anybody doesn't know, Flash Gordon is my all-time favourite movie. Um, to the point where I spent £50 on a Blu-ray collector's edition of it. Um, so, yeah, I got that. I got what is it? I got you the RVD t-shirt, didn't yes. I? So, uh, which was a stroke of luck, because that was one you were after, and I had no idea. I just picked it at random at the RVD yeah. lot. Uh, obviously, I got your boy a PS4 game and uh, stuff like that. So, yeah, I just hope everyone had a lovely Christmas, and I hope everyone has a nice uh, New Year. And, uh, obviously, stay safe. Uh, we can only get through this by all pulling together, really, and working in the same direction. Not trying to infect people. Wear your fucking mask. Don't be a bell end. Don't yeah. start saying it's a mainstream media hoax by Bill Gates because he wants to put a fucking microchip in you. It's like as, as you walk around man, with one of these, that yeah, with your exactly smartphone, you yeah, and your credit cards and your fucking shit. You're like fucking. Don't be fucking wet. The, but like, the car um, you drive that is registered and sees yeah, traffic lights knows yeah. exactly what road you're on. Yeah, the moment you walk, go past a speed camera and it can read your registration plate unless you're doing something like 136 miles an hour or something stupid, isn't it? Yeah. Like, just don't be fucking daft, people. Just read. Read something that isn't fucking social media because guess what, Karen, who you went to high school with, is not a fucking medical professional. Don't be a shithead. Yeah, anyway, that was it for me. I don't know if you've got anything <laughs> Not really. Um, so, yeah, as always, this is the other shows. Uh, we will be back next month. And until then, au revoir. Bye-bye.
Don't get your ball. 